Hello, and welcome to Zap the Gender Pay Gap, the podcast series where we expose the elephant in the room. The elephant's name, the gender pay gap. I am coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee, located on the banks of the mighty Mississippi River. Nestled in the southwest corner of the state, Memphis is home to the blues, barbecue, and so much more. I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. Thank you so very much for joining me for this episode of Zap the Gender Pay Gap. I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. If you listen to me on Apple, Spotify, Google, and YouTube, please like and subscribe. I'd be ever so grateful. On last week's episode, I gave you some good news and some bad news. The good news was that, according to the Memphis Business Journal, Companies are budgeting strong raises for 2024. That seems to be the case, even though the job market has softened compared to last year. I'd say that's some good news. Now to the bad news. The bad news was that many women will be left behind because women are making some mistakes when it comes to pay, especially when it comes to asking for a raise. I mentioned one of those mistakes to you last week. Do you remember what it was? Let me tell you about it. One day, I had some downtime between meetings and decided to stop into an eatery. I grabbed a bite to eat as I caught up on some work. I parked in a quiet corner away from the traffic and the noise. Although there were people sitting nearby, I tried to position myself to minimize distractions. At the table closest to me were seated several people. Periodically, one person would leave and another would come to the table. I soon realized that the people at the table worked for the eatery. One was either the manager or the GM. He was asking about their numbers and discussed what they were doing well and what needed to be improved. From the nature of the conversation, I realized that the people coming to the table were in leadership positions either crew leaders or shift leaders or the like. Now, I don't make a practice of eavesdropping on others' conversation. I really do like my privacy and seek to respect the privacy of others. But when I heard this, my ears stood at attention. I heard the manager say this. If I ask you why I should give you a raise, what would you say? I looked up and I saw that the young lady, she kind of, she squirmed in her chair and, and she said in a nervous tone, I'd say because I work hard. She didn't say it emphatically. She really said it as if she was asking a question and she wasn't quite sure of the answer. It was very apparent. He was not impressed and neither was I. I really wanted to make time stand still and have a coaching moment with that young lady because with that reply, getting a raise is probably not in her future, at least not a strong raise. Why do I say that? Because working hard is not a reason to get a raise. But if working hard produces results, that's the reason to get a raise. I really wish this young lady had said, 
I deserve a raise because you can rely on me to not only meet, but exceed expectations. Check out my numbers. Sales on my shifts are the highest of all. People enjoy working with me because they feel valued and part of the team. We know our customers by name and give them a great customer experience every time they're here. Look at the spoilage on my shift, very few throwaways and no inventory shortages. We set everything up for the next shift so they are ready to serve our customers with a smile. The numbers should show that, am I correct? Now, which response do you think would result in earning a strong raise? Because I work hard or because the numbers show my hard work produces results that the customer and the company wants? I'd definitely say the latter, wouldn't you? This young lady made a huge mistake. She didn't have the evidence to support her case that she should get a raise. Please don't make the same mistake. Thinking that working hard will get you a raise? Not necessarily. You need to have some evidence. Just as in a court case, you want to present enough evidence for the jury, in this case, your boss and your boss's boss to say, she's guilty, your honor, she's guilty. Give that woman her raise. She earned it. Speaking of making mistakes, according to a Reader's Digest article written by Lindsay Tigar, women make eight huge mistakes when it comes to asking for a raise. I will put a link in the description box and we'll list those eight mistakes here. So please get out your pen and paper and write these down. Mistake number one is the mistake that this young lady made. You don't lay the groundwork. In this case, this young lady did not defend her case. Mistake number two is you tend to overthink it. Mistake number three, you apologize while you're asking. Mistake number four, you don't get real with other women and talk about pay. Mistake number five, you don't know the right time to ask. Mistake number six, you don't get it in writing. Mistake number seven, you don't follow up to get the ball rolling. And mistake number eight, you don't look for a new job soon enough. Can you relate to making any of these mistakes? Sadly, I can too. Have you heard this saying, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Know what that means? Once is an accident, but once you know better, it's time to do better. In this case, in asking for a raise, Knowing how to avoid making the same mistakes that results in you getting left behind come salary review time will be to your advantage. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to get a portion of the money that your company budgeted for raises in 2024 into your bank account. Please, please, please don't be one of those high performers who keep getting left behind when it comes to getting a raise. Now, the only way to not get left behind, the only way is to avoid making these eight mistakes that I shared with you today. Hats off to Lindsay Tigar for sharing these insights in her Reader's Digest article.
Now, today I reveal the eight mistakes that women make. Next week, I will reveal what you can do to avoid making these mistakes when asking for a raise. My goal, my goal is to starve this elephant. Instead of your money going up this elephant's snout, I want to show you how to get more money into your bank account. Now, I am opening up three new one-on-one coaching slots to show women in the workplace how to raise their pay in the next 90 days so they don't keep getting left behind. Message me back if you're interested in hearing more. Go to GwendolynJTucker.com and click on contact. I will also put a link in the show notes to this episode. Just click on the link in the description box on how you can reach me. Women, you work hard for your money. I can show you how to take home all of it. I do want to thank you so much for joining me today. And I hope you will join me next time when I disclose how to avoid making these huge mistakes that women make when asking for a raise. Now, before I go, I want you to know how very thankful I am for you and your support. I do hope you have a safe, enjoyable, and very happy Thanksgiving and time with your friends and family. I look forward to seeing you here next Wednesday at noon Central Standard Time for the next episode of Zap the Gender Pay Gap. Until then, please be well. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Zap the Gender Pay Gap. Please rate, review, and subscribe to or follow me wherever you get your favorite podcast. I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. Thanks so much for listening. See you next time.